This is What's In with Olaplex. I'm your host, Danielle Frank. Together, we break down all things beauty, health, and wellness and discuss not just what's out, but also what's in. Today, I am joined by body and skin influencer, Constanza Concha, to talk about what's in and what's out with body hair. We talk about body hair shame, the ditch the razor movement, and the importance of doing what you want to do with your body hair, regardless of trends. Constanza, also known as Cody, is shaking up beauty norms on the internet by proudly embracing her textured skin, acne, and body hair. Cody uses her platform to encourage other people to embrace their real selves and develop body confidence, regardless of societal expectations or beauty standards. And if you want to stay on trend, follow us at What's In Podcast on social media and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for coming in today, Cody. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Well, I'm going to get a little personal. I want to know, what is your relationship with body hair over the years? So when I was younger, I was surrounded by people who didn't really have lots of body hair. But I also was surrounded by my family and the women in my family, they had a lot of hair. I was so used to seeing that kind of interaction and seeing other women and dealing with having body hair and just being themselves. But when it comes to going outside of my own home and seeing other people, that was like a little bit of a shock to me. And that made me more aware of the reality of how other people see body hair, and how I used to see body hair when I was a little kid. I think I had a similar experience when I was growing up. Didn't really think about it until, you know, you start seeing it as everybody's maturing and everything. And now everybody's talking about removing their body hair, shaving, whatever, the, the wonderful creams that are out there. It got to be a bit much. I feel like there is definitely an expectation of women to be hairless, though. What are your thoughts on that? I feel like women have had such a strong and difficult relationship with having body hair Such a normal thing has just having your normal hair on your face, your eyebrows, a little bit of a mustache or around your arms. It's wrong or normalized as when men have it. So to me, this was so weird seeing just to women that was like demonized something. But to men, that was such a like a mainly thing that's so normal. You're a man. But when it comes to women, we aren't women enough. I don't know how you think about that. Like I said, I've had a very strange relationship with this. And I do feel as though, obviously, society has us conform in many ways. And I went down a rabbit hole of like looking up, where did this all start? And, And to be honest with you, you know, back in early Egyptian times, they used to do that as well. But really, it actually started more in the, the mainstream now. It seems like in the 1920s, like all the women stopped wearing the long dresses. They're wearing short dresses and the sleeveless dresses. And an advertiser decided to use that moment to kind of seize that opportunity to like basically market to us that 
we want to be smooth and hairless. And they thought that this was the way to go. And it really does make you wonder, how did we all fall for this narrative that this is what we have to be? Absolutely. And it's funny because I was even looking at, you know, with depletories, you know, the creams that are out there and everything. It was really interesting in 1908, I was looking at an advertisement and the way they frame it, the words, the language they use was that this was to help you attend the misery of hair on your face or neck or arms. And you're like, the misery. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's like women aren't allowed to have a little bit of hair, to have cellulite, to have something that's not considered womanly. And who's to say that isn't flawless? Exactly. I think it all starts with people just keeping on with those trends and just feeling like, yeah, I will follow this. I think that every change starts within ourselves. So if we start just getting away from those type of um, denominations and the way we called normal things in our life, I think that that's how we will see the world differently. The irony of it is that growing up, as I saw all of my friends, they were like wanting to shave and do everything, is that I wanted to as well, just because I was wanted to be like all the other kids. The thing is, is I'm like a hairless wonder. I'm like a naked mole rat. I, I don't have like, I have no body. It's like, it's nothing on me. So it. Like as a kid, I felt like I was weird and I was different because I didn't have that kind of coarser hair that my friends did. And they would go on and on about like they were doing this whole spa thing. Granted, as they got older, I'm sure they didn't feel the same way, but it's like that rite of passage. It's so strange what we teach ourselves and then what shame we take on when we're not fitting into that box. Yes, exactly. And it doesn't matter if you have hair or not. It It's about not being able to fit into the problems of others and not being able to relate to them. I think that no matter if you have hair or not, you will still feel pressured mm-hmm. into having the need to shave and to get rid of that hair. So how do people react when you stop removing your hair? I mean, my family went nuts. Really? Yes, they were so against it. They even gave me like some alternatives, like just dyeing your hair blonde. But when it comes to my friends, when I went to school, they were like, you look so clean. You look so beautiful. You look better without it. And I was cleaner. I look flawless. And I think that's so weird seeing how many people have attached the term being dirty with having hair. So I have to ask, what was the catalyst to make you decide, you know what, I'm going to put this out in the public. I'm going to talk about this on social media. I mean, when I was targeted just for having body hair and just made me realize that the way I felt when I was younger was so different the way I felt when I was 15 years old. And I told myself, why? Why did I feel so comfortable with my body hair, with how my body is? But now I feel so different about it. I feel like so against it when there's nothing wrong with it. So it made me realize that it it was all of the things that I was consuming on social media, my environment, my friends. 
it made me change the way I saw myself. So that's why I started to just talk about it a little bit more. I mean, if I felt that way, there must be someone else that felt the same. Well, I want to dive into what is out about body hair. So let's dive in. Biggest thing for me, the shaming. Absolutely. Like we just have to get over just having an opinion about someone else's body. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's a hard one because as women, I think we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. And it's kind of like you were saying with your family being like, this is not a good idea. Yes. The truth is, is that it's very hard to get the acceptance for where we're at. Um, we're always having this certain expectation that we have to live up to. And body hair is definitely one of them. It's a whole lot of other issues too. But so I keep on thinking it was decades ago. Julia Roberts was at a premiere. It was for Notting Hill. I think that was in the late 1990s. And honestly, it was like this iconic moment where she's out there looking gorgeous in this red dress and up goes her arm to go and wave to the crowds and she has armpit hair, but everybody lost their ever-loving mind. And that has happened since. Not as, I think, as memorable as that moment, but wow, it's crazy what people will do to each other. And in that context where they are just promoting a, a movie, she's an actress, she's not like a model, she doesn't works and live just for having body hair or anything like that. She's an actress. And people to be just focused on how she looks like, I mean, nobody ever will tell that to a man. I mean, men can go out completely full of hair on the beach, at a movie, at Hollywood, and they will say a word. But when it comes to Julia Roberts, the backlash she received was horrible. It was extraordinarily cruel at the time. And you know what? I, I love that. It doesn't seem as harsh now, but I do still see it. And I and a lot of times it's just everyday people too. And it's like one of those things that we have to let go of. But that's the other thing that I think is a trend that is out. As much as I definitely say we should not be putting a lot of pressure on people to partake on, hey, don't shave, you know, I think it goes both ways. If you want to shave, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine too. I'm sure people think I shave all the time. I don't. But I would not want to be shamed. This is just how my body is. So I think there has to be some kind of balance somewhere in there. I feel like people just, it doesn't matter if you're hairy or not. They will feel like you will have to shave and that is a need that you have to do, that you have to comply with whatever people think at the moment. And it's okay if you want to shave too. Because I, I, like I said, you know, it's a personal preference. It's how you feel good, how you feel wonderful. And in the long run, there's no shame in either. It's just, boy, oh boy, we got to let this go. But also I want to talk a little bit about some of the trends that are out there. I don't even know if they're trends or just standards. I mean, everything from shaving, you know, we all know that. But then there's the laser hair removal, the waxing. I've heard of crystal hair erasers. 
I've never seen it used. But also like the depletory creams, I like I've heard of people actually getting burns on their skin from leaving it on yes. for longer than they needed to, or they were using maybe a skin product that made their skin weakened. And when they used it, they winded up getting burned. Like these are all practices that oof, I just would love to see us kind of rethink some of our processes. Yes, they are so harsh. And the thing that I noticed is that there isn't like a treatment for getting rid of your body hair that doesn't cause any pain. Mm. I mean, when we have wax, they will rip your head off. When we have laser, I mean, I have friends that have had it and it's like the most painful thing ever and it's so expensive and it takes so long. When it comes to razors, they leave razor bumps. You can cut yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, there isn't a method that won't cause any pain. And the fact that we decide to go through all that just to be hairless for pressure sometimes, I mean, how deep we have in our minds that we need to look flawless, that we have to go through that pain and we choose to go through that pain. True story. My mother's mother used to always say that we had to suffer for beauty. Yes. I guess she was literal. We had to suffer for it. Exactly. <laughs> and oh, I have a confession. I might have went and got my my eyebrows threaded this weekend. And I will attest to the fact that it's not the most comfortable thing in the world. <laughs> I enjoy the way it looks though. But the point is, is that you're right. There, it, There is always some kind of pain behind it. And it would be nice if there was an easier way if we wanted to, but in the same breath. Maybe we just don't need to. (laughs) It is so normalized that now we just choose the method that works the best for us. Mm -hmm. So I want to also talk about, for what I think is out, is the fact that there is a little bit of an expectation of maybe a little bit of youth and making it feel almost a kind of, I don't want to say in a creepy way, but I'm going to say it. It's like, who tends to have no body hair? It's children. And so it seems a little bit odd that so many people are pushing for just no hair, no hair, no hair. And it makes me wonder, like, why? Why? Yes, it's so weird. And so, like, I feel like when it comes to sex scenes and people thinking that women shouldn't have hair, It's like a sign of innocence, of being pure. I mean, that sounds such like a doll or a kid. Yes, I agree. And I've actually had gentlemen say to me, which I think is wonderful, that like, hey, I'm not looking to date a child. You know, you're a full grown woman, you know, which has body hair and that's really important. So I do appreciate that thought process. With that being said, I understand it's a complete preference, but it does make one think where all of this started. Society is a strange, strange thing. Yes, so true. The meaning behind those thoughts, I mean, I've talked with with men, with my parents, And they have told me that it's so weird to expect a woman to look pure, innocent, hairless. I mean, why would you choose a kid? It's so weird to me. One of my favorite movies is Anti-Mame. And it literally made me think of this scene where she's trying to look really like 
put together and innocent and like a, a paragon of goodness, whatever. And she was trying to braid a braid to put on like a halo because she had to have the essence of innocence and angelic behavior. And I'm like, wow, this all kind of circles in for me. It's like silliness, the things we do to look very, like you said, sweet, innocent, pure, clean. Yay. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'd like to get your take on the gendering of hair removal. Like, tell me what your thoughts about that is. I mean, I had experience with myself. Like, I'm way hairier than my boyfriend. He doesn't have any hair, any type of hair. And people will tell him that he's not man enough. But to me, that I'm not woman enough. So to me, that was so weird that for him to be with a woman that has more hair than him, he wasn't enough. But for me, I wasn't enough. So I mean that it goes all the way around. So I don't know if my boys will appreciate me sharing this story, but hey, this is life. So as they were growing up, they were so excited to get all that hair on their legs, horrified that they had none on their chest. Horrified. Yes. And I'm like, well, you know, sorry, honey, you got my jeans there. You know, <laughs> like I don't know what to say. Friends in the family. And then now they're like, oh, no, it's really great that they don't. But it's like the fact that we are feeling a certain way because of that is, especially for young men as well, no matter what, it's it's the body's natural process uh, when we're going through puberty. These are all things that we just go through. And yes, it's strange. It's weird. We're going from one body to another, but it would be really wonderful if we could usher it in with acceptance and love for what you got and not feel as though it's not doing exactly what you want it to do. Absolutely. Cody, is there any specific hair removal method that you feel particularly, this is really not good? I think that those shaving creams are so dangerous. I have used like two and they have always left me with borns. That's why I always choose the razor, even though they will let me razor bombs or rashes on my skin, because I'm really so scared of having my skin burned. Yes. We're using something on our body that's supposed to melt the hair. Melt it. You got to think of what kind of chemicals are going to melt the hair as a hairdresser. Melting hair is not a thing you want to (laughs) do. And people are like, yes, that's that's cool. It's getting rid of all of that. I mean, if it gets rid of your hair, it will get rid of your skin also. I mean, and people also don't realize that your body can also absorb those kind of chemicals. Yes. No, that is very true. And I think a lot of people are becoming more conscientious of that too. So I want to dive into what's in with body hair. And let's talk about ditching the razor. What's your thoughts on that? Because I'm seeing a lot of younger people ditching the razor now. Yes, and I absolutely love it. I mean, between waxing and using a razor, like, just let it be. If you feel comfortable, if you feel confidence, I mean, just ditch it. What is some of the feedback that you seem to get from social media, from people that are 
kind of on the fence or trying to figure it out or just really love it, but they're not sure how it's going to be accepted. People always tell me on social media that why would I shave one day but leave my hair grow the other day? And I will tell them, well, if you feel like shaving, just shave, just get rid of your hair. But if you don't, don't. There's no like a lineal path you have to follow to be confident, to have trust within your body. It all comes in so many different forms and paths. I mean, just choose whatever you want. No, I agree. And I also feel like the whole concept of removing body hair, of course, this is the trend that is definitely in removing your body hair or keeping it because you want to, as you were saying. I think that a lot of my friends during the winter, they choose not to at that time. They can kind of hide under their fuzzy sweaters and their long pants and not have to worry about such things. And it's interesting because a lot of us that have partners or, or whatever, they're very accepting of it. Yes. But yet the public eye. So I think it's a great trend to feel as though it's okay. Um, maybe you just need to embrace what is happy for you. Yes, exactly. I, it seems to go right along with the trend of like no shave member and how, like <laughs> it's focused on beards, of course. It's always focused on the beards, <laughs> but women should be grabbing at this. Why not? Absolutely. When it comes to winter also, it's the perfect time. It's a little chilly at that time and we're usually all covered up as well. But maybe it's a segue to kind of see how you feel in your own body that way. And if it doesn't work out, that's fine. But you might be surprised. It's really not as shocking as everybody thinks. I mean, going on November without having the need to shave, I think that that's the starting point. If you feel more comfortable not showing directly your body hair or just showing any part of your body, you can just... Take some time, just wear your clothes, but not shave. If that's what makes you more comfortable with your body, just do it. You lose nothing trying it. And I think that most people think that if they have body hair and if they want to embody that body hair, they have to show it to everyone. We see on social media that women who are confident in their body, they always show it. But maybe... There isn't the past for everyone. I'm confident with no showing it, with showing it. If you want to get a little bit of that confidence, you don't need to show it to everyone. You can just exist, wear whatever you want and just let it be. I keep thinking that everybody has that time they have to commit to it. And, you know, it could be 10 minutes a week, whatever, to shave. Maybe it's 15 I almost feel like, why not just, like you said, November, you have an excuse. If anybody said, you just say, no, shave Ember. But maybe replace it with some other kind of self-care during that time that you really feel as though makes you feel amazing. And when you're shifting your time to something else that makes you feel great, as opposed to something where you're like, oh God, I got to do this again. You know, you might simply be like, hey, I'm just going to embrace this because this makes me feel good. Yes, exactly. You just have to focus on something else. I feel like there are so many things about just enjoying your time alone with your body that wasting your time focusing on what others might think if you leave it or not, your body hair. There are so many other things to focus on and to do. Why not just give it a go? 
And of course, there is a trend of a lot of women grabbing men's razors. So those that are choosing to do it, they are like fed up with the fact that we are getting that pink tax. And let's face it, how different are the razors that men are using in comparison to women? I've been using men's razor for like over five years. And the women's are just trash. They don't work at all. I mean, I need to use men's razor. I think because they expect it to be vellum, which is a very fine hair, so it shouldn't be as sharp. But that's not the case all the time. And also, I feel like they take more into consideration the color, the form of the razors. I mean, the men's razor, I just, a plastic thing with just some blades. But the women's are like more marketed, more prettier, more colorful. You sit there and think to yourself, like, do they really think we're that vapid? I love the color pink. Don't get me wrong. I wear it all the time. But when it comes to my items that I'm using in my household or in my bathroom, it doesn't have to be pink. Like, that seems more of a novelty thing than the standard. And we shouldn't have to be paying extra in order to get it that way. Exactly. So I also want to dive into, because this is something that I've seen a lot of, is dyeing body hair. Now, yes, we see the ones that bleach, and that's fine. A lot of people want to just bleach the hair. But I also see people that are going for different colors. Admittedly, as a hairdresser, that's kind of fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've seen glitter. I've seen it all. So what are your thoughts about this? If people want to do it, they are so free to do so. I feel like it's such a great way to express themselves without creating any harm all around them themselves. So I mean, if they want to express themselves that way, I mean, so fun, so joyful, so pretty. I mean, just go ahead. Of course, without using like that much chemicals. I myself have dyed my hairs blonde when I was a little, and sometimes it will burn my skin. So, I mean, if we are careful with it and if we do it happy, it doesn't matter. And of course, there's hair and certain body parts that are a little more sensitive than others. So we want to be conscientious of where we're putting these kind of chemicals. But I do also find there is some, like, a little bit of fun with it too. I think it's a great way of self-expression. Would I necessarily do it? Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. I mean, I put it on, you know, my hair, but um, maybe not <laughs> on the rest of my body parts. But I mean, is it any different than someone that chooses to, you know, get a tattoo or, or anything like that? It is a form of expression on your body. Yes, exactly. So bottom line... The trend of ditching the razor is an empowering choice to many women. But regardless of your thoughts and feelings on body hair, it's important to do what you want, like what you want with your body. And maybe all of us start giving a little more grace to everybody and acceptance for their personal choices. Yes. I want to thank you so much for joining us today, Cody. This was such a great conversation. Thank you so much, Danielle, for inviting me and for talking about these topics that need to be talked about. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 
I'm your host, Danielle Frank. What's in with Olaplex is produced in partnership with Olaplex and Frequency Media. Lizzie Stewart is our producer. Emily Krumberger is our associate producer. Ina Garkusha is our supervising producer. And Michelle Quarry is our executive producer. These episodes are recorded by Dante Hodge and mixed by Matthew Ernest Filler and Claire Bidigari Curtis. Development and strategy by Jessica Olivier, Sara Naz Jababayi, and Sarah Adams. 